For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, New Jersey expands its COVID-19 vaccine eligibility as cases rise in the state and across the country. Over the weekend, Major League Baseball made waves by moving its all-star game for political reasons. It's Monday, April 5th. As we begin the first full week of April, the COVID-19 pandemic is in a precarious position in the United States. The rate of vaccinations continues to increase. On Saturday alone, more than 4 million Americans were vaccinated, and over a third of all U.S. adults have received at least one vaccine dose. Those numbers are projected to increase as many states will expand vaccine eligibility in the coming days. Today, in New Jersey, eligibility is expanding to include all residents 55 and older, and all educators and support staff for colleges and universities. Last week, Princeton confirmed that this extends to graduate students and undergraduates employed by the school. Daybreak's own Jack Anderson is getting the vaccine this afternoon. Congrats, Jack. Still, public officials caution that there are many reasons for concern. Cases continue to rise across the country. On Sunday, Biden advisor and epidemiologist Michael Alsterholm warned that the global case count could reach a fourth peak within the next two weeks. In New Jersey, cases have increased by 12% in the last two weeks. There are also concerns that the U.S.'s success with vaccinations won't continue. A manufacturing plant ruined 15 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine last week, which could limit vaccine supply going forward. Officials also warned that the high-profile mix-up could deteriorate public trust in the vaccine, despite the fact that the error didn't affect any shots in use. The botched batch was discarded. In political news, Republican Senator Roy Blunt called on the Biden administration to dramatically reduce their proposed $2 trillion infrastructure plan by roughly 70%. $615 billion was Blunt's recommended size, which he claimed is the amount of funding in the initial plan, which goes towards traditional infrastructure, like roads and bridges. He argues that some of Biden's loftier plans, like increasing electric vehicle usage, would be best achieved through cooperation between government and corporations rather than by legislation. Blunt is the fourth highest ranked Republican in the Senate, and his support would be important to the Biden administration's goal of getting the bill through with a bipartisan vote. On Friday, Major League Baseball announced that it'll be moving its All-Star game away from Atlanta in response to a new bill passed in Georgia that restricts voting rights. Leaders of prominent Georgia-based companies have also spoken out against the law, including the CEOs of Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines. Republicans in the state and across the country have not responded positively. Instead, they've criticized the companies for being, quote, woke, and even threatened to raise taxes on businesses that speak out against the law. And in more typical sports news, March Madness is coming to a close. It should be. It's April. Last night, Stanford knocked off Arizona to win their third-ever NCAA Women's Basketball Championship and their first since 1992. Arizona almost flipped the script in the final seconds, but a would-be buzzer beater from senior Ari McDonald went off the back of the rim, sealing Stanford's 54-53 win. Cardinal head coach Tara Vanderveer had also coached the team to championships in 1990 and 92. The 29-year gap between her last national title and this one is the longest in NCAA Division I history for any sport. The men's tournament will finish tonight, with Baylor taking on the favorites Gonzaga. While Baylor cruised through their semifinal game Saturday, Gonzaga barely eked by UCLA on a last-second three-pointer in overtime to take a place in the final. If you're in the Princeton area today, the nice weather is going to continue. It'll be sunny all day with highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode is written by Jack Anderson and David Malevsky and produced out of the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. Have a wonderful day.